Welcome to the Amazing Truth Podcast, a podcast where we focus on real issues and have real talk, and as always, provide a biblical perspective. We hope that you will be blessed as you listen. Hello and welcome to the Amazing Truth Podcast. This is the Amazing Truth Minute. This is the Amazing Truth Podcast. The Amazing Truth Podcast. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Stitcher. Like us on Facebook at the Amazing Truth Podcast. The Amazing Truth Podcast. Real issues, real talk. For the Truth Minute, we'll focus on Jeremiah chapter thirty-one, verse three, and it reads, "I have loved you with an everlasting love." Therefore, with loving kindness, I have drawn you. Has someone ever made an important promise to you, but then wasn't able to keep it? It's devastating, isn't it? In Jeremiah 31, God promised a new covenant to his people. Leading up to that promise, God communicated to Israel that they would be his people, that he would grant them mercy, and he would keep them safe. Time and again, Israel had rebelled against God. They had sought idols and disobeyed the Lord and were far from being worthy of God's kindness. So what motivated God to extend a new covenant? Well, undoubtedly, it was his love. Verse 3 says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. You know, it's difficult for us to wrap our minds around the magnitude of God's love. But he has a long and faithful history of demonstrating his divine love to his people. Regardless of our past, God's love remains steadfast, and he is faithful to keep his promises. And that is the Amazing Truth Minute. The Amazing Truth Podcast. Real issues, real talk. All right, Kenan. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. Thank you for that Amazing Truth Minute. Yeah. yeah. It says God's love is steadfast, because that's going to be anchor. You know, it's going to be something that's going to anchor Regardless. How are you doing, Ian? I'm doing good. I am doing wonderful. I had a good week. Uh Um, How about yourself, Isa? How are you doing? You know, in context of last week's uh, podcast and the deep dive, I am doing well, and I mean it. I mean it. Would you you have said you not well, not well, if you were not? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting in tune with my emotions a little bit more because I'm oh, finding yeah. that, you know, sometimes I wake up and yep. I meet someone and I don't like the person or whatever happened because I'm human, right? Right. right. And how are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. You know, you give that fake smile mm-hmm. uh, and, and you drop someone a chance to really actually be help of yeah. help for you. Like, right, for true. example, if someone asked you, Hi, if you ask me how am I doing and say I'm not doing well, what would you have asked next? Um, is there anything you want to talk about it? Yeah. You know, like, like it automatically invites you to my world. Right. Like it invites you to have a conversation yeah. with me, right? So sometimes even just a simple answer like, how are you doing and how I respond to that can invite or mm-hmm. close everybody out of my life, you know? So yep. and uh, the, the business, question is, should I have? Right. I, it depends on what I was going through also exactly. too, right? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so, but, but, I, but I'm, doing, I'm doing well. And I'm we're learning well. to be... To be okay, not to be okay. Yeah, be and okay, to not to be okay. Yeah. yeah, you know, one thing that I always get nervous. I don't know about you. I get nervous about being in this podcast all the time is because there's a notion that can be created like I'm perfect or we mm. know it or we're talking yeah. about these things because we understand. But man, I think <laughs> this is therapy, man. Yeah, for for sure. I mean, it's 
it's it's helping us to read and to rediscover. Oh yeah, we've read a lot <laughs> since then, yeah, right? right? And even But hear the yeah. people's stories and learn from them and talk. Right. So I think that um it's a journey of self-discovery mm-hmm. uh, through this experience. And we just want to invite you all listeners, viewers to our journey of self self uh what? discovery. Self-discovery. Uh learn yourself and uh, as we learn together, right? And we say it is where we want to ourselves personally to critically think. Yeah. You know when you yeah. see something have that conversation and go dive. Yeah. You know. Just I think think through it and think through it. Yeah. No, now, Kenan. So man, what's the topic for today? Yeah. Right? Uh, that's a broad topic. You know, usually we don't have like t- titles. <laughs> <laughs> They come up in the conversation. Yeah. But we want to build on last week. Right. You know, last week we said hard people. Hard people. Hard people, hard people. Yeah. So uh, today we're going to keep on building on that saying, okay, then how how then can we, you know, be happy people so that we can give happiness or right. joy and yeah. stuff like right. that. So we're yeah. going to keep on on that theme because we want to be self-positive, self-reflective. Let me ask you a question, Kenan. Yes, please. Have you ever had growing up, <laughs> did you ever have a, mom, a moment or a time where you thought that, man, I'm not loved in my family, oh, my home. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, and most of those times were times when I was being corrected uh-huh. or I didn't get what I wanted. Uh-huh. That's when I think, okay, I... I'm not loved. You're not loved. Right. Right. You know, growing have up. You, have you? I have. I have. <laughs> <laughs> the moment yeah. where I felt like my parents were just unfair to right. me because I was a firstborn. Yeah. I, 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 perhaps they almost spoiled me because I was the only boy, you know, for a long time. Mm. I had three sisters after me. Uh, there's one sister in particular who we thought will get everything. <laughs> and one day she looked at us and said, you know, I'm like Joseph, you know, you guys don't love me <laughs> or something like <laughs> that. <laughs> so I, I think that they, I, I asked that question because as we dive into today's talk, mm-hmm. there seems to be a misunderstanding between, you know, you f- find people who love each other to death, but cannot stand each other at the same time to death. Have you ever met people like that? Yeah, been that yeah. experience? For sure, yeah. They, you know, they, they love each other, but they, They hate you. I don't know I mean, how that's possible. That's right? yeah. I don't know. So, but when you think about the podcast, like what have you, can you deduce some of these from the previous podcasts we have done? You hear stories of, you know, I've had, uh, like, or, or the social some, term, you've used right. it before. Mm-hmm. So stories you've had of, um, say, uh, families who are together, mm-hmm. you know, they, they loved each other. It was a functional family, mm-hmm. but then deep down, they were not on speaking terms mm-hmm. you know it wasn't a conducive place to to love and to express love mm-hmm. but they still mm-hmm. live loved and lived as a family yeah so like um so though and there's these these places where um a child was um well one of the podcasts you know they were think they thought they were being treated unfairly mm-hmm. And then to the parents, they thought that was they were loving them. Yeah, yeah. But then there was no opportunity for them to express and say mm-hmm. "I love you." But through their actions, but it, to to the other party, it didn't seem like they were. It was love. Yeah, it was you know something else. So, so would I be wrong if I say that uh, in your social terms, you know, mm-hmm. professionally, you will call that uh, you know, the your family can be your. Um, great support but at the same the trigger yeah they have, they can be a great great source of support, source of support. and also a great uh, source of extraction source of extraction right yeah, or trigger you trigger right yeah. it triggers you so remember we've quoted this before the survey that was done um mm-hmm. where uh, families were asked questions do you parents were asked do you love your kids and they said 
hundred percent yes. Yeah. And the kids asked, Do you love your parents? They said hundred percent yes. And the question was, Do you believe your parents love you? And they both said hundred percent and vice versa. But then the following question was like, Do your parents understand you? And the number significantly mm-hmm. dropped. And vice versa, the parents asked, Do you think your children understand you? And the number significantly uh dropped now i'll be interested to see if if somebody was to be surveyed further with that question how much of misunderstanding causes these behavioral issues we see yeah uh these uh, unhealthy behaviors we see and so i it comes back to me i have i'm, I'm deducing this that could i will i be wrong if i said kenan that love is a language in itself Love is a language in itself. And it's funny you say that because I was just thinking, I'm writing it down that, you know, understanding someone versus loving someone. And then you say language versus love and then communication. So um, just by listening and just by preparing this, I'm, I'm thinking now does love, this love, does it, it cannot become, it, it can't come just as love mm-hmm. in its organic form. Mm-hmm. There's things that come with it. Okay. There has to be understanding. Uh-huh. There has to be communication. Uh-huh. So in the sense that if these things are not, they don't come with that love, mm-hmm. then it ceases to be love. Okay. Make you. sense? Yeah, makes you sense. Know? So for some, for, for us a, in a family where a spouse is abusive to the other, mm. you know, there's no understanding there. Mm-hmm. So you can't say that's love. Okay. Right. Okay. For a partner who, for a child, if a, my a, my child wants shoes, mm-hmm. and I don't, there's no provision, mm-hmm. then there's no love. So, okay. <laughs> so love doesn't. You, you're getting. And and and, and 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 I don't want to be. I don't want to say it's conditional love, uh-huh. but it's love is a package. Okay. Love is a package. Love is a package. Is it possible to be romantic but not loving? Ooh. I I don't know. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know. I, 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 I don't you know. It's interesting. I'm just thinking that because I can take you buy flowers. Yeah. Take you out. Yeah. Do this, but deep down you're still feeling empty. You're feeling still empty. feeling uncared for. Still feeling you know all this. Is it possible? Yeah, because then if you're if you're if you buying flowers is fulfilling a need. Uh huh. And you're just fulfilling that need, yes. and you're not love. Then it's not it's not romantic. So then, can we take that and say, is it possible to grow in a home where, as a parent, you can yeah. be fulfilling a need? Yeah. I'm paying bills. Right. I'm, I'm buying food. Yes. I am, you know, uh, taking you to school. Or a child, you can say, I washed my dishes. Mm-hmm. I cleaned the house. I, you know, went to the store or to church or whatever you did. Like you're both in the family, and everybody's fulfilling these things. This, yes. But everybody's feeling empty. They're making. Yeah. They're making a family function yes day to day but there's no you can't say there's love there could be but there's no you're just fulfilling a need and you're making something you're making this wheel turn yes but you don't give it the love you don't push it okay you're just making sure that the, the end goal is for this wheels to turn yes and whatever happens with that or during that it's not so you can get home and say did you go to the store check did you wash dishes check yeah. did you clean this check right. did you clean this check yes you're a nice kid right nice or you kid. can say that did you pay my bills check did you yeah. do this check mm-hmm. did you do this check you know oh thing? yeah I love you now I love you now right so then it's like by doing these things mm-hmm. you're expecting the other person to naturally say I love but, but that's why I ask is love a language love love is a language and there's types of of uh of love of so love languages there's five love languages yes. right we have right. words of affirmation affirmation yeah um, G- receiving gift receiving gift touch touch yep. and they can, uh, can google you know, they can google the rest, <laughs> the rest yeah. receiving touch uh, words of affirmation mm-hmm. 
Service, acts, of acts of service, yeah. you know, empathy, or, uh, yeah. no, em- something like that. <laughs> so yeah, there are five. There are five. Uh, clearly, you can see we got four. <laughs> if you know the third, <laughs> the fifth one, <laughs> one right? Throw it in there. Yeah. You know, oh, quality time. Yes, spending yeah. quality time, right? right. Yeah. So you have a family of five. Mm-hmm. One child likes quality time. Yeah. The other child likes gift. Right. So you buy all of them gifts, and all of them feel loved. But this one is feeling unloved. Unloved, right? But let me let me throw a curveball. Okay. But the father or the parent uh. is their love language is uh, giving gifts. Yes. So to them, they are fulfilling. They are being loved. They are fulfilling. That's that, how they know to that's give love. That's how they love. Mm-hmm. But then, so when you, when you find a child does something else, yeah. like I gave gave you everything, right. you know. Or, or or when a parent a child looks at their parents and says, I did everything you asked me to do before you went to work. Why am I going through this? So Ezra, is there a perfect is there a where is there a time or is there a, a situation where this these things interact and they intermarry and it's perfect then? I, I'm, I'm with with the definitions of what this is. I, I don't think so because I I, I I cannot is there a perfect love is right. I, I think there is there is a perfect <laughs> love and probably we'll finish on that end. Right, but yeah. but as we build on this. Mm. So then how do you because at some point somebody has to be sane in this type of relationship. Yeah. So how do you when you realize that the other person you are not understanding each other? Mm-hmm. How then do you continue being mm-hmm. loving to yeah. someone who's struggling? Who's struggling. So for example, my spouse or my partner is alcoholic. Mm-hmm. When they drink, they become abusive, right? Mm-hmm. Or when they drink, they, um, you know, they, they, they just, you know, things happen, right? And I'm sitting there and I'm saying, but when they're not drunk, they're the best, the best partner. spouse or partner that I have. Yeah. Like genuinely, this person is good. Mm-hmm. How can I continue being supporting to this person even though, you know, I'm in that situation. Or it's a parent who's having a child and the child is misbehaving. The child doesn't want to go to school because of what the parent wants. The child uh, the child doesn't want to do the major that the parents want because that's what they think they should be doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, or how does this parent continue supporting a child right. who right. is saying, listen, I love you. Man. But da, 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 da. how do you continue? I'm just picturing that? this, and I'm saying, you know, we will eventually we'll be in, the, in those shoes. I mean, but yeah. I'm saying, but I think it goes down to, and you have to answer this as well. It's not a question <laughs> for me because I'm to me, and this will this will be a very short answer. <laughs> it just goes back to me and my understanding of love. Uh-huh. That if I I would love my my child or love someone, mm-hmm. and if they. I don't expect anything in anything in return. Mm. I'll still provide school fees or I'll still drop you off, but then if you don't end up in Harvard, mm-hmm. I will not get hurt. So if your child if your child decides to go to a career that they will not you clearly look at the market and there's no job and you know you're paying. If I love uh, that child, uh-huh. I will let her go. Okay. But that takes a lot. Ezra. That <laughs> takes know. a lot because then you're looking at this. You're saying, okay, you're not going to be able to pay bills. You're not mm. going to be able to support your family. Mm. But I have to find it in me to say, okay, I will let you go because I love you. Mm-hmm. Because of that love I have for you, mm. I will still accept uh-huh. <laughs> whatever does it. Is. <laughs> when it, I'm sure when it gets to that point, it will be very difficult for you. We don't even need to go there. Just it's, look at you know, our spouses <laughs> in our marriage yes. right now, like the. I love my wife, man. Mm-hmm. I love my wife. 
<laughs> and <laughs> I don't want to say but like there are times I'm like really is that is that right, but yeah. if That's I balance. love her as I say mm-hmm. I love yeah. her yeah I should still support yes Yes. Even though I don't feel this is hard man. Man this is hard. <laughs> because as I'm having this conversation I'm saying listen you know you're playing it in your brain. Yeah, yeah. you know. So I I mean maybe listeners are wondering where we're going with this. I think the deep dive today we're really talking about you know until we understand each other mm-hmm. we can love each other correctly or support each other well. So we see all these dysfunctions in our homes, in our community because though I buy you flowers as my wife, though I you know sub- provide for you as a parent, though I do this, that doesn't necessarily yeah. translate to Does that make sense? Am I making sense? You are, but let me ask you though, Ezra. Oh, let me challenge you though. What what comes first though? Mm-hmm. Does it does understanding each other comes first or understanding yourself first? I mean, do you do you fully understand yourself? so then i can never understand someone else though so, yeah. so i'm not capable of that the question i asked you is there perfect love so I'm, if i cannot understand fully understand myself and i cannot understand the other party am i capable of giving perfect love perfect love so i, I think the best way i look at it is this way growing up at schools who we are beaten <laughs> yeah in africa we are disciplined corporate <laughs> was disciplined yeah, right 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 at home see you get disciplined at school mm-hmm. and you are praying they don't tell your <laughs> uncle because <laughs> your uncle will discipline you before they tell your parent, your parent yeah. but all of them will tell you one thing mm-hmm. it's because we love you because we love you i want you to be successful yeah. as a child how do i rationalize that love correction is it correction is it love what is, is it, it correction is it love yeah so is it possible that even in the concept of is is are we correcting because we love or are we mm-hmm. correcting because are you getting my question i get your question and I, and i think you're not answering this question that you ask ask me the question right. no i'm just saying but i think where we go wrong or what i've seen go uh, that goes wrong is we want to correct our, our children or correct someone our spouses or vice versa or, yeah, or the whoever. children correct their right, parents right because of something we've seen mm-hmm. You want to specifically correct a behavior, mm-hmm. but then you don't want to extend or continue that love, even though that behavior is not corrected. Okay, one thing. The second thing is even we don't know how we communicate that act of correction or that act of you know we don't know how we say it. We say okay, my child, this, this, and that, but are we really correcting a behavior out of love, or you want to just see that behavior go away? Okay, you so know? if I'm struggling. My wife and if I'm struggling with alcohol. Mm-hmm. Does my wife want the alcohol to go away or does she really love me that even if I'm in that state yeah. she will still love will me. Still it's love. not because yes. I'm not abusing but yep. it's because of who I am. Mm-hmm. Still. No, no, this is hard because because I'm not I'm not there. But it's hard. It's difficult. It's difficult. So I when I deduce the stories that we've had in the podcast mm-hmm. when I deduce my story my own journey I just come to the conclusion that where there is no perfect love it is possible and very possible mm-hmm. to find myself in states of this some level of dysfunctionality yeah you know and so everything else I do 
could be that cry of I want to take my life because this is what will get your attention mm-hmm. as my family. As my family yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I want to be loved so much mm-hmm. that whatever it will take for me to get your attention to give me that love, mm-hmm. I will do it. Right? I I I want to I want to um cause alarm to a point that everybody will go and panic because of cause of me. Yeah. So is that that's, that's not healthy that's but what right. I'm crying for really mm-hmm. is love. But then you will start saying we need to deal with this behavior. He's doing this and yeah, that yeah. stuff and then now you focus in the behavior. But really if that love was there the behavior will disappear itself because yeah. I'll feel loved. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, you're making sense because I think um when you when you love when you ex- and I think when you when you demonstrate that love that is selfless you know it's other centered you're looking at that person and not yourself because mm-hmm. you've already such yourself and you're looking at that person when you look when you see that you'll see that person as a person mm-hmm. and you love that person mm-hmm. and so, and some people Ezra all they need is to to hear them out mm-hmm. to 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 understand them mm-hmm. Then, because some some of these things, when people are when, when kids act out or people act out, it's a cry for of help. help. So then, when you address that cry of help by loving and listening to them, sometimes it just—I am not going to endorse this, but some you know you go and be at that place where they are. Mm-hmm. So you understand, them, why, understand why what makes them feel right. the way they feel yeah. when they're there. When they're there, and then it kind of you know it's it's not going to be an instant thing. Mm-hmm. You just have to continue to put that fire, yeah. that fire. You know? So, and that's easy for me to say. It's easy for us to say, right? But it's hard every to really case. implement that. Right. So we're not we're not negating. Every, we're not saying anybody who's. And every case this. is different. Every, case, every is different. case is different. You know, I had a story that really amazes me. Mm. The story of this father, who kept on see, who saw the daughter, you know, dressing in a way that he has a father he didn't mm. appreciate that. So, he kept on telling her, "You need to change. You can't wear that." You can da 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 da. You can, right? And so the, the girl was becoming more rebellious. She was more da 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 and you know all that stuff. So one day the father said, "I've done this, I've done that, I've done that." So they were going out for dinner. So the father is waiting in the car. The young girl walks out and he looks at her the way she's dressed to say, "You can go out like this." She gets into the car and said, "Fine. Allow me, I'm coming." So he goes back in the house, goes upstairs, takes his nice jeans pants, takes a scissor and cuts them into booty shots all the way up here he dresses and he wears them he comes out from the door with his hairy legs and you know everything and the daughter is looking at the dad like what is wrong with you why are you dressed like this and da 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 and and she's like the father said no no we're going for dinner that's fine that's fine it's okay and they're like dad you can't go out like and the moment she said you can't go out like that it hit her it hit right? her like Why can't he go out with me like that? Why? Oh, you're embarrassing me and the father looks at her and says, "Oh. See, yeah. It's 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 just the way he expressed his love was in a loving way right. that it actually sent a message home. Mm-hmm. It hit in the heart, in her heart, but at the same time it addressed the behavioral issue. Yeah. And that topic in that house and never again wow i listened to that story as like man i wish i can get some of those treats mm-hmm. cuz 
for me as Ezra, I want to discipline the behavior. You want to, yeah. When I see that child running and recklessly breaking things, I want to address. But I don't understand. Maybe this child has not been running at their home. Maybe where they live, they are confined. Maybe where. So rather than sit down and say, "Hey, buddy, what's up? Yeah, let's go to the park. Yeah. Run. Go tired. Sleep. You, you know, we we are quick to address that behavior." Not the person not itself. The person itself. And then if we if we eliminate that, I think when listening to just through that to that story, I mean, love when you see yourself in others, mm-hmm. and simply say, "Let's see, you want to treat others the way you want to be treated." Yeah. You know, if you love is seeing yourself in the other person's shoes, you know, empathizing. Yeah. And saying, okay, maybe. Because then, if you Ezra, if I put myself in your shoes, mm-hmm. I'm taking an effort to understand what you're going through. Yeah. And naturally, I will empathize. And naturally, that that it will develop into something mm-hmm. more than what I'm, you know. Mm-hmm. So then you see past the behavior, you see the person. Yes. That father mm-hmm. had to demonstrate so that child can see themselves. Yes. Yes. You know. Yep. Man. And you, when I sit down and start now, as, as we're we're starting to wind up, parting shots now. We have parting to shots. Parting shots yeah. As I sit down, I wind up and I look at. I say, you know, in every person who's struggling, mm-hmm. there is a reason behind it that needs to be known yeah. if taking time and you 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 address and you you know handle all that and stuff you know i can go pg-13 on this but i won't for the sake of of, of oh, yeah, i don't listeners. know who's gonna be listeners yeah. but you know even the concept of in greece as i start parting on in greek love has four words mm. there is phileo mm-hmm. there is phileo is friendship love there is eros erotic love my wife and i mm-hmm. then there is um storge which is family love my parents and then lastly there is agape agape is defined in another form shape and world in the sense that it's defined as other centered mm. never at any point is it self centered it is always other centered did you eat fast did you sleep well did you did you did, before it even looks inside it is other centered and it just baffles me because they call it god's love is like he ne- it never pauses to look at himself not even a second is he pause like what kind of my is always like his eyes are always on you yeah. like it's all about you never about me which now drives home the last point that I'm going to make on this as a part uh, that two things one is that is why god cannot exist in one because mm-hmm. he cannot be a loving being if he's only by himself yeah so that's why it has to be three in one mm-hmm. because the perfect love is expressed in three not mm-hmm. in one mm-hmm. and so at the cross he did not die because of our he died because of our sins but it's at that moment when he said my father my father why hast thou forsaken me and then there was that gap the concept that he will never see his father again the other centered at that point he could not see himself living mm. and he just died like when you see a person to a point that you cannot live without them because you care about them wow no substance abuse no chemical dependency no this no that no that no matter who it is you will always find in you the drive the urge to reach out to help and you never get burnt out or get tired because mm. it is other centered other centered this yeah. is what i hope for everyone yeah i mean we cannot exhaust this concept but we hope that i mean we'll come back to this mm. as life but we we 
we have to understand ourselves, understand love. And that's that's a perfect example of, of it. So let's leave it there, Ezra. Let's leave it there. Let's leave it there. Um, better than psychiatrists, better than psychologists, better than social workers, better than everything. At the heart and the soul of it is love. But we need all these people to express that form of love. That is the Amazing Truth Podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Amazing Truth Podcast. We hope you were blessed as you listened. Don't forget to share, like, and subscribe. God bless you and see you on the next one.